I want to be part of this, a group of like-minded CEOs who are joining together to change the conversation. This pledge is another way we are moving forward to ensure we achieve lasting and meaningful change. It's a great way for me to learn together with other Canadian business leaders about eliminating anti-black racism. That is our very own Doug Murphy from Chorus. They have pledged to create conditions to support the success of members of the Black community. These are CEOs representing more than 200 Canadian organizations, including three of Canada's biggest banks. And this is a sign-up in support of the Black North Initiative. You've heard Wes Hall on the show before. He's executive chairman and founder of Kingsdale Advisors and founder of, and chairman of the Black North Initiative. He's back on the show again. Wes... Congratulations on having so many important CEOs from large organizations across Canada sign on to the Black North Initiative. Well, Kelly, you did it all. I, I came on your show and all of a sudden everybody decided to join up. So you must know that my boss is listening. Thanks, Wes. <laughs> well, Doug was the first one to start. So that was uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, this is a big initiative. Just bring us back to exactly why you started the Black North Initiative and what the goal is. Yeah, you know, really is uh, is about really bringing attention to uh, the plight of uh, Black people in Canada. Uh, we've heard politicians, uh, for example, say that there is no systemic racism uh, in this country. And, uh, and it's really sad when you hear that because, uh, quite frankly, it exists uh, in the country and... Uh, you know, one uh, a, a person of color I was talking to said to me, you know, Wes, uh, throughout my life, I've uh, experienced an individual who was racist against me, and I dealt with that person. 20 years later, I meet another person, and I dealt with them. But I've never felt the system was against me. I never felt that when I go to a clothing store to shop that, you know, I would be discriminated against. I never felt that when I send my kids to school, I would be discriminated. They would be discriminated against. I never felt that if I went to drive a nice car, I would be discriminated against. If I live in a nice house in a nice neighborhood, I would be discriminated against. So uh, at the end of the day, that discrimination exists for black people in this country. But the fact of the matter is that we've been in this country for uh, over 400 years. Um, and uh, we have a rich history. But yet there's a lot of places where you have no blacks or you haven't had the first black, we haven't had the first black CEO of a bank. We haven't had the first black CEO of uh, many large, any large companies in this country. So if after being a part of a society and a culture for over 400 years, and there's no first black, there has to be a problem and we need to address it. Yeah, last time we spoke, we were talking about racial diversity in the boardroom and how um, you'd like, you want to see more people having a seat at the table. It really spoke, I immediately thought of it when I was watching Hamilton and, uh, and, and one of the characters in Hamilton said, I want more, I want to be at the table. It's about as simple as that. It's about being part of the decision-making process. And when I asked you if someone would say, well, have you asked to be at the table? You brought up a really good point last time. You said, we haven't, you know, those people that are at the table, they weren't asked to be, they didn't ask to be at the table. They were invited to the table. And it's about time that, you know, we've started to look at gender parity and, uh, we take a little um, lesson from the playbook on getting gender parity in the boardrooms, and we now bring in racial diversity into our boardrooms. Can you speak to how important racial diversity is to the success of a company? 
Yeah, first of all, uh, it, it makes the company a lot more money than if they're not diverse uh, racially. McKinsey did a study and says that if you have a racially and culturally diverse uh, company board and management team, that you're going to outperform your peer group by 36%. Outperform. And uh, so this is not a matter of you doing somebody a favor. You're actually doing yourself a favor when you actually have a racially diverse uh, board and management team. Now, if, when you think about the, the invitation versus uh, versus requesting, if you plan a dinner party, you know, you actually invite the guests. The guests don't just come up and say, you know, Kelly, I want to be in your dinner party. Uh, you get invited. The same thing in, in, in the way the boardrooms work uh, is that you're invited to join a board. In fact, what most companies have done is that they would hire a search firm, a headhunting firm, to find them a director, and that search firm goes out and find a director. So if for some reason they're not finding black people, then one, one thing is they either A, are searching at the wrong places, or B, they're ju just not searching for black people at all. So what we're asking for is inclusivity, right? Gender, cultural, everyone inclusivity. But if you are, are at the top of a company and you look around you and there are just not a single black person in the company, uh, at that level. And there are 3.5% of the population in Canada are black. In, in Toronto, it's 10%. And you yeah. have absolutely none, and you have a head office in Toronto. You have to ask yourself the question, why is that? Because you graduated Harvard with some black people. You graduated UFC with some black people. You graduated uh, from McGill with black people. You graduated from Queens with black people. So how come all of a sudden they're left behind and you're not? So you need to ask yourself some really strong questions as to, is there a part of the system that's really sifting out uh, blacks as a result, they can't get into those positions. So that's what we're asking folks to do. Just examine that. And if you find there's a problem, let's work together to fix it. I love that you want to work together. I think it's, it's a really um, a great way to handle this and, and to even things out. Black North Virtual Summit happened on Monday. It was virtual. I don't think it was planned to be a virtual summit, but it ended up being virtual because of the pandemic. Can you describe what happened at that summit and how many people were there virtually present? You know, well, Kelly, we did all, all this stuff in 47 days. Let's just say that, right? So when we did plan the summit, we did plan it as a virtual summit because we knew that the system would be shut down. So, uh, but we're very ambitious in terms of what we're trying to do. We're trying to get as many CEOs as possible to sign a pledge. And this is not a Bay Street initiative, let me point it out. This is a Canada-wide initiative. This is not a big banks and big insurance companies and big corporate Canada initiative. This is grassroots companies and everybody getting involved to solve this problem. We're looking at companies with five employees because those five employees will become a thousand employees. So we want to set the culture early with the company. So we are size agnostic. doesn't matter what size you are. We want you to be a part of Black North. But as we plan the summit, we wanted to get as many people as possible to be participate in the summit. And we thought, you know, uh, we're probably going to get maybe 50, 75 uh, CEOs uh, signing up for the summit. Maybe we'll get about a couple of hundred people. Uh, we essentially had... Uh, 220 CEOs that actually signed up, representing over a trillion dollars in market value. And we had over 6,000 people participate in, in the summit. So I think that those CEOs and those people that, that actually attended are screaming out for change. They're not just asking for change, they're screaming for change. So I'm very, we were very encouraged with what happened. 
and we think the momentum will continue. Our goal is to have a thousand companies stand up before the end of 2020. So we're, we're getting a little bit more ambitious, but I think it's achievable because in people's hearts, they actually want to do this. They want to participate. Yeah, most people are good. Most people want things to uh, be right, especially when it comes to something they're pouring their their life's work into, which is uh, their business. So 200 CEOs plus have pledged to create conditions to support the success of uh, members in the Black community. Um, will there be follow-up and mentorship so that you can affect real and lasting change where the CEOs who have signed this pledge are concerned? So Black North, as I describe it to folks, is like the Canadian modern-day version of the NWACP. It's not going anywhere. We're there to work with companies. We're there to remove anti-Black systemic barriers. That's what we're there for. And just like in the States after slavery was abolished and then the, the Jim Crow law came into effect to essentially you know, brought back what was illegal, uh, we know that once we remove a barrier to anti-Black systemic racism, there's going to be other uh, uh, unintended people that actually will come in and say, we're going to put something else. We're going to put another barrier in place that replaces the one that we removed. So we have to always be vigilant with this. So that's why Black North is always going to be around. When I'm dead and gone and all these people in uh, corporate Canada running the show are dead and gone, we're still going to have Black North to make sure that we protect the rights of Blacks uh, in, in this country and that there's no regression uh, that occurred. So we're there to not, again, we're not police officers. We're there to work with our corporate partners who will, are willing to get to see change happen. And if for some reason they have obstacles to implementing the, the things that they agreed to in the pledge, we work with them with, in, in Black North to make sure that they can actually get those things done. Again, they're well-meaning people that would like to see good happen, that would like to see change. And our goal at Black North is to work with them to make change happen. Well, I'm proud to, to work for a company that signed uh, this pledge. I think it's a great thing you're doing. Wes, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. You're invited anytime for updates and to let us know how things are going. You, you're just an exceptional person and doing great work. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Kelly.